Welcome to the Industry Insider, brought to you by Promo Corner. Each week, promotional product professionals Meg Erber, Jeff Franklin, and Stephen McFadden, along with special guests, will discuss industry news, trends, and events with a focus on educating the promotional products industry. The Industry Insider, the nerdy news you need to know. Come on, you all know you're in that tune, too. Let's let's be real, all right? Welcome to another edition of the Industry Insider, your promotional products podcast, where you can get all the nerdy news you need to know. My name is Jeff Franklin, National Accounts Manager with Headwear USA, and I'm joined today by three other lovely folks. And, uh, Meg, it's a good thing you put that hat on, because I was a little disappointed that you uh, were not sporting yours yet. Um, yeah. So, look, why don't we, uh, Meg, I'm going to kick it over to you right away, actually, to uh, to thank the good folks that donated. Look, we've got a, a really fun episode. It's going to be lighthearted. Uh, just, you know, really spirited and uh, just a lot of fun. But we've got a special guest. We're going to, you know, maybe or maybe not uh, partake in an, an alcoholic beverage. Uh, first of all, may the 4th be with you and uh, happy Cinco de Mayo as well. Meg, uh, we, we had some stuff that was uh, mostly delivered to us. Why don't you uh, why don't you take it away and thank the thank the good folks that sent us stuff? Definitely. Well, <clears throat> this episode, we really want to focus on, you know, generating a buzz around holidays. And we just happen to be in the midst of two of them. Um, May the fourth be with you, which is today. Um, and then Cinco de Mayo, which is tomorrow. So, you know, we decided to go with the more fun one since I don't really watch Star Wars. And <laughs> it was Cinco de Mayo. No, don't hate me. Don't hate me. Um, these lovely sombreros were donated from uh, Basil. They, um, they have a bunch of really cool uh, promotional products that are around holidays. So definitely check them out. Uh, Bell Promo, our friends, uh, Tom Clouser, friend friend of ours, Tom Clouser, donated these really cool margarita glasses. Look at the and little cactus. They, what's that? Look at the oh, little yeah, cactus. Cactus on it. It's super cute. And they are glass. So be careful. <laughs> and then HPG brand. Um, yeah, so that's what it looked like. And oh my gosh, all this really cool stuff inside. There's like a pinata, there's margarita mix and crisps and all kinds of good stuff. So we're going to have some fun with us today. I almost filled this with candy, but I didn't have time to go out and get my little mini, my little mini bat out of the car. <laughs> Back to you, Jeff. <laughs> yeah, thanks for that. No, that uh, the Beastle Company. I actually saw on the tag. They're in Shippensburg, Pennsylvania. Yeah, they're not idea. far. Like, that's, oh, wow. that's literally like forty-five minutes from from me. That's so cool. very cool. Yeah. And they've been around since like the I don't know for a while. It says like the nineteen hundreds, but I don't know. That's I don't know how long they've been doing promo, but they've been doing sombreros since the early nineteen. There you go. Steve McFadden, how are you doing? I see the uh, the 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 sporty taco shirt that you've got on there. What's what's cracking? Yeah, I'm rocking my Tacosaurus Rex shirt. Um, you know, gotta get get in the uh, the festivities. So, I was. It looked like uh, when Meg was doing this, I thought she was trying to turn her sombrero into, into a cowboy, cowboy hat. hat. Yeah, <laughs> I, can't. I can't figure it out. <laughs> Yeah, no, it's uh, this is this is fun. Uh, there's a lot of lot of fun stories around holiday giving and events, which are which are awesome. So I'm excited to get into that. Yeah, Stephen, I'm actually really excited to get uh, your take on a lot of this stuff because I know that you guys, as a company, do a lot of stuff for you know sort of off the wall holidays and things like that. And we've sure. talked about that in several episodes, but we've never really dedicated an episode to it. But 
before we get into all that, we're joined today by a special guest, Bob Titleman Jr., uh, legend in the industry, um, and just wanted to say hi to you, Bob, and see what you're up to. Hey, uh, thanks for having me on. Um, I am doing well. Um, we're in um, in Maryland and uh, gearing up for tomorrow. Um, so I, I don't have quite the same festive apparel on because I actually have to run to a meeting after this, but um, I will definitely be wearing some festive things tomorrow and having festive beverages tomorrow as well. well this is my meeting formal wear. I, don't, I didn't realize I didn't realize we had to dress up today. I mean, you saw it. I want your class. <laughs> Bob, I have you though. You are passing right by my house on the way to Atlantic City. Stop by. I got you. I got you. Oh, no, no. Yes. <laughs> got buttons. I've got this. Got I love it. I can get there and be prepped and ready to go by the time I get ready there. Ready to go. <laughs> Always. Well, Bob, it is customary for us to give our special guest to get three to four minutes to introduce yourself. Tell us how you got started in the promotional products industry and any other stories uh, about that. Uh, and I know you've got a pretty interesting one with uh, with how your dad got involved and all that. So uh, take it away, man. Tell it. Tell us the Bob Tuggerman story. I will tell you Bob Tuggerman senior story first and then mine. Um, so I was born in, this, in the industry for people who don't know me. My um, father started our company in 1977. Um, I actually, you know, three years before I was born, the company was around. Um, I, uh, I, I remember when I was younger running through sample rooms and grabbing stuff because I thought it was just toys I could take when I was younger. And I have vivid memories of the very first office we ever had. He started the company out of our, our old house, but the first actual office, they had an actual sample room. And I used to just run through and grab things and, and, and you know, kind of go with it. But it's, um, it's kind of a something that I grew up in, but going to college never really wanted to be in that industry i actually graduated with a finance degree and i um i, I kind of wanted to go into that field went into financial advising for a while and then uh, 2007 hit industry you know that industry was hit kind of hard and so i was having lunch with my dad and he was like come try it out for three months and i did and it's fell in love with the industry it's a great industry it's fun um you know going on the the theme of today, you know, a lot of events driven, fun things that you get to help people plan. And that's kind of one of the things that I love about the industry because I enjoy planning parties and planning events and things like that. So this kind of just ties into that because you're helping people plan and promote events and things like that. So one of my actual very first in the second month I was in the industry, I got a $25,000 order for a premier event for a pharmaceutical company that was releasing a new drug for animals. And they did a movie premiere theme and we did microwave popcorn bags. I'll never forget. I mean, again, you know, you're so green in the industry and to get a big order like that. Um, but it was through midnight snacks and it was like a microwave popcorn bag that had uh, um, uh, like a little flyer for the information on it. And the actual bag was imprinted too. So after doing that, I said, you know, this is a hell of a lot of fun and it, it was, you know, enjoyable. So I, I really got into it with that and, and having a, graduated college and first starting in the industry I bartended so I kind of did a lot of work for bars around the area in Baltimore um, just because you know I very very new to the industry so I had to have some form of income so that's that's my background with the industry and 15 nice. years later here I am so so that's a really cool story about those popcorn bags <clears throat> did you have any other big that's a lot of feedback there <laughs> was there any other big moment orders like that that you had that were around events that you could share with us um, 
Sure. So we've done so events, um, holidays, not so much, but so for uh, and we've done some like I've done a couple pretty big orders for clients that were doing a, a like a St. Patrick's Day walk or a Halloween event where they were handing out candy to people who were coming up. And it was kind of like those trunk or treat type things that they have now. Um, but some of the bigger orders I've had were with uh, companies who had specific events to them, uh, anniversaries. We've done a lot with anniversaries. Um, I had a client that celebrated a 175th year anniversary in 2020. And we ended up mailing a whole bunch of custom boxes to all their staff, um, which was a really big order because we basically took it from five different companies, kitted it together, and then shipped it out to their 400 and some staff that they have. Um, so, and that was a really fun project because everybody being out of the office, it was really like, we don't see anything. You kind of tell us what to do. So I'd have to bring, Hey, here's 10 options. They picked five and threw it in a custom box and then sent it out to people. So that's kind of really fun to be able to help be there from the start to finish with the idea and not just be there at the end when somebody says we want a bag, you know, that type of thing. So. Yeah. So basically the, the thing that we want to talk about today is like just being able to take holidays, like any random holiday and, and how to use promo to sort of, you know, spruik it up a bit and have fun with it. So, um, Steven, I know like, like Megan said, we've got all these items, uh, HPG sent you guys a, uh, Fiesta kit. Uh, and I think you wanted to do a little bit of an unboxing for us to let us know what's in that box. Right. Yeah. Um, you know, not, not to, to go too heavy into, to, one individual company, but I know batch and bodega by HPG has done a really good job at creating, um, kits themed around you know, themes, right? So they've, they've got one that looks like a television box. That's kind of a retro piece. There's like speakeasy boxes. This one's a fiesta kit. Um, and joined with us as a, like a little pinata tacos and pins. Uh, there's even spices. This one's a fiesta blend spice. There's an avocado core, there's mango margarita and then that's you know, what that is yeah i thought it was like yeah like a lemon grater yeah no no you use it for, in the avocado once you got it cut in half like, you go oh, it, and it cuts it and takes the pit out so there's all sorts of stuff but you know i think um the the biggest thing about events and i'm, I'm sure bob can relate to this and you all as, as well we're always looking for opportunities to have touch points with our customers as well as give them ideas of how they can, how we can interject promo into, you know, their everyday marketing strategy and events, you know, or uh, holidays or celebrations are perfect excuses to use promo, right? So, um, you know, whether it's Cinco de Mayo or May the 4th, I mean, we have loads of examples and I don't want to steal the show with some of them because there's just a lot you know but we've we've done so many self promos around holidays uh we've done tons of you know holiday orders we worked with a company that did stuff with lasers which was kind of fun and so uh well no they their company worked with lasers but because they worked with lasers they were like we should do something on may the 4th and do like like laser swords and so they literally did laser you know like lightsabers um promotional lightsabers and they gave them out on may the 4th and it was just a good tie-in with their brand so you know it's always finding like those touch points you know ets even has a bottle called the force bottle and so like we did like social media campaigns it was like may the force be with you and did like the bottles and you know send it out there so all that stuff people love it they love to engage and and find what reasons to to 
use the promo they have. It's just finding those tie-ins. So I think you're right. It's really good. It's, it's finding those tie-ins, right? And it's 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 another touch. So if you are a restaurant or a bar, or you're always trying to find something fun to keep people coming in or special, but that's why the holidays come about and they, they can take advantage of that. Like on St. Patty's Day, it's like floor crawl city. I mean, I feel like that's like the, one of the biggest times for promotional products. I mean, am I wrong? Or am I, I mean, besides, like, oh, I guess, but St. Patty's done, Day, everything. We, we've done a lot for St. Patrick's Day. Um, one of the more fun things that we did, and this was probably like 10, 10 12 years ago. But we did um, stickers that for a bar that basically said something to the effect of, I can't remember the exact line, but um, I had my best time on St. Patrick's Day at X bar. And you would not believe, I mean, a week later, obviously I lived down there at the time, you know, I could just like randomly walk in and I walked in and one of them, one of the bar tenders at one of the bars that we did that for um, said that people kept coming in and being like, I saw these people with these stickers and I asked them how much fun it was. And then they told me how much fun it was. And then I ended up coming over here. So, yeah. I mean, not to say that their entire traffic was driven by that, but if they got two people for the cost of a sticker, I mean, that is a great, great way to drive people there. So that you could kind of use just basic items, you know, exactly like you guys had those pins. I mean, there, I mean, a pin is something you wouldn't necessarily think of as a single de Mayo item, but you could really kind of meld any item into mm -hmm. that if you're on brand and on theme, like you were saying. Oh, yeah. 100%. So I think we're going to make some margaritas today, aren't we? <laughs> sure. I don't know, Bob. Are we going to make some margaritas today? I don't have equipment with me. I, <laughs> I did not know, but um, being a bartender and um, I can kind of go through uh, just my favorite margarita recipe um, if, if that would help with everybody. Um, but I, I've always been a make it from scratch type of person. Um, just always have been. It just kind of tastes better when you're doing stuff live. Um, so I tend to do a mixture of, I will juice myself. I have like a, one of the electric juicers that you can, um, you know, cut the fruit in half and put it directly on. But I typically do a mix of three good sized limes, one lemon and a half of an orange. And that's kind of out of the ordinary because people don't typically use oranges in, um, margaritas, but I just kind of, it's a little bit sweeter. So put those together and that's the sour mix that I use um, for the simple syrup that I use. Again, this is to taste. Oh, go ahead. Question from the audience. Muted. Meg, you're muted. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> Do you prefer salt or sugar? Um, I actually am a salt fan, but I typically do it without salt. If I'm going to do it, I would do it with salt. I, I, it's a odd thing and it's personal preference because everybody's different, but I tend to steer away from sweet things. I, I found in my younger days that that was the first thing to give me a headache was when I had too much sweet stuff the next morning. So I kind of stick with the, the sour stuff from then on. Interesting. Um, and so for the, for that part, for the sweet part of it, um, for the simple syrup, again, this is to taste, but, um, what I typically do is a four to one, um, four parts water, one part sugar. And I usually do it in cups just because that's really easy. So four cups of water, one cup of sugar, and I put it on the stove, let it melt a little bit. I've heard people that do even mix two and two, one and three. Again, if you play around with it and get, um, the taste, how you like it, then that's, you know, obviously you can make it your own at that point in time. And you can actually freeze that. I've freezed that before where, you know, if I made a whole bunch and then, at a party, people ended up drinking something else, or we ended up going outside and people were drinking beer or something like that. And all that mix got left. I'll freeze that for the next time, you know, huh. um, but I do, um, 
the simple syrup four to one mix, the uh, three two and a half, three or I'm sorry, three one and a half, three limes, one lemon, and a half of an orange. And then I typically use a silver tequila. And again, that's a personal preference. Um, I do silver, and then I do exactly like, is that Jose Cuervo silver? It is. There you go. Yes, it is. Yeah. <laughs> I've seen that bottle before. <laughs> um, and then uh, I use, um, it's either a triple sec, some form of orange uh, liqueur. Um, and so mm. I, I think you use Grand Marnier. Grand Marnier, I thought it. Yeah. Yeah, you can use Montreux, you can use triple yeah. sec. There's really not. You could even use Blue Curacao because that's just the basic bean and the orange. Um, mm -hmm. uh, it's basically like a, um, uh, what's that, uh, orange liqueur at that point in time, so. Yeah, that's my mix. And then I usually do, um, I, I tend to make mine a little bit strong. I'll do two and a half like shots of tequila, a shot of Grand Marnier, and then I do the sour mix I use sparingly um, because it can get real sour real quick when you're juicing <laughs> it fresh. Um, yeah, 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 so I usually do about 80% of what's left in the simple syrup and then about 20% of what's left in the, and it's all to eyeball. I mean, the first mm -hmm. one I'm usually judging, and the last one I'm just like, Ooh, just throw that together and make it there. Yeah. <laughs> a little bit of this, a little bit of that. It's usually how it happens. Once it hits your lips, it's yep, just there you go. All right, Frank the Tank. <laughs> I'm not drinking anymore after today. So let's, <laughs> this is I like that, special. Like, uh, mark the date and time. Uh, what is this date and time that Meg says she's it's no longer? It's a special day. I stopped drinking last week. And so, okay. So all we have is. I mean, a little bit of tequila, right, Jeff? And then we probably only have our margarita mix because we didn't really go crazy and make everything from scratch. So um, are you guys also making that? I made mine because, from scratch. Is it? I know what you're talking oh. about. All right. Yeah. Well, cool. I've got one of the ingredients. One, one, part ice <laughs> one part ice cubes. It's the water. Parts, uh, uh, straight up. <laughs> already made. It's the ice. It's the ice melted down. Not... All right. I think we're with gas here maybe <laughs> no I, so, I, normally i'm with bob i would i would make my own but um i was kind of hoping that that fiesta kit would show up and that's what we were oh it did uh, well the fiesta oh, kit okay. doesn't have the uh te the, the tequila in it or anything it's it's no, all I, love that answer, I have tequila this is what's oh, yeah. in that fiesta mix which is really cool because i feel like you could kind of add these to it right yeah so it's just add uh tequila water ice makes one cocktail what was the uh, what was the other packet, Meg? The other packet, this Mexican crisps. No, the other one. Oh yeah, that Mexican crisps. Pineapple, oh, chili peppers, salt, lime Ooh, juice. Ooh, that sounds I good. Eat, dude. And they have oh, no, I'm very upset. Mine didn't come. <laughs> All right. Oh, very good. I like it on the rocks yeah. with some sugar. See, look, here's. See, this is this is why Brendan is so good. He's constantly listening and just helping us out in the comments to put this yeah, up there amazing. for folks. Perfect pour. Uh, see, Meg, Meg went fancy with the uh, the the lemon slice in, in hers. Well, I didn't have any limes. This morning at the liquor store, I was like, "You guys got any limes?" And they were like, "All we're getting in are these like little tiny ones, and we don't even have them." I was like, "All right, that's fine. I got some." So how weird was it for you to go into the liquor store at like ten o'clock? The <laughs> they were like, "Meg." <laughs> They're like, "Sure, lady." <laughs> over there. <laughs> we haven't seen you since you quit drinking last week. <laughs> so, so Stephen, Stephen, I know. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. No, 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 no go ahead. Say, I'm just, I'm curious. You know, I, I found that. We've actually been doing more themed and more event stuff um, since 2019. 
So I obviously since people went remote and I think, and you guys maybe can weigh in on this, but people needed something to do, right? They needed something to celebrate. They needed to be able to tie in stuff when there wasn't in-person events. So being able to have things like this, you know, show up at your house where you can engage with not only as, you know, just myself, but my family, cause I'm, you know, people were home or whatever. I don't know. I feel like that just helped the brand get connected like so much better. And there was so much opportunity um, to tie it into themes and events. I haven't, I mean, I, I can't imagine just sending just something without a theme, you know, trying to think about that right now. It just seems bizarre. Like if you, I'm going to send you just a Tumblr, no messaging, no packaging, no, you know, it would, you, you wouldn't know what it is like, right. You just think it's just a sample that showed up. Why, why'd I get this? Right. So you have to theme it or you have to have some sort of tie in with or messaging or something. Um, I don't know. Have you guys seen from your perspective orders or ordering or more around those times of year? And then Bob, have you been seeing stuff like being requested because, you know, all tied in with themes or holidays or whatnot? Personally, yeah. I mean, we get a big push right now. I mean, obviously, you know, the Cinco de Mayo is tomorrow. So if we were going to get orders for that now, clients would have probably called us by Monday. of this Yeah, yeah. Because so, yeah. <laughs> um, they're all way, way ahead now. Um, but uh, we're getting requests now for Memorial Day and July 4th items right now. Because again, you're talking a month to two months out. Um, you know, in, in the market right now, and again, I'm sure everybody is feeling the same thing. Um, we we definitely um, are telling clients to get way out ahead of events because of stock issues, because of mm -hmm. transit issues. I mean, you just, you know, that's kind of a big thing that we're saying this year. Um, but for, you know, July 4th items, I mean, again, you could kind of do some, some inexpensive fun things. Buttons are a great thing, especially if you have like a town parade and you have somebody, a real estate agent or something like that giving out. Um, an item to people at a parade it's an inexpensive item it, you know if it's on theme and it's on july 4th there's a flag on it I, I always tend to tell this fun thing that my father loves to give away my father has uh done a caricature of his face that he's used since the 1980s he actually had one of his very first ones was it was bow nose but it was bob nose promo and it was him with the baseball bat behind him and this little caricature face on him um, but he gives away items like that to commemorate. And it's really funny because I've actually seen these on the back of people's phones. But this is like a July 4th item with his character on it that he's done. And it's actually a sticky uh, patch from Suntex that he does. But he has July 4th Bob. He has Santa Bob. If you ever got one of these on at the PPI show, that's Vegas Bob, he calls it. So he just does these little things. And he's goofy with it. But actually, people have... I've been to a uh, Harper County, which is where our company is based, Harper County Chamber event, where people have asked, do you have any of those stickers? And I'm like, no, dad's not even here today. And they're like, oh, you don't bring them with you? And I'm like, no, I do not bring the ones my dad's sticks on there. In lieu of business <laughs> cards and the computer, I have stickers. Yeah. yeah <laughs> I think it's all, it's really about standing out, right? You know, if you're not introducing, even doing these like little self promos and getting in front of your customers, like somebody else is. <clears throat> We've done an episode a couple of years ago. It was about... I think the pandemic just hit and we were talking about people that were doing stuff outside of the box. Like all of this stuff fits into it. It's just different. It's not the standard pen. It's not the standard tumbler. Hell, it's not even the standard margarita glass. This thing has cactuses on it, you guys. That so, got more full since it left screen. <laughs> What's that? Someone's filling it up in the side. I said it got more full it's when you're cool. the back <laughs> down, like, continuing to top and it off. It's a little clearer. I feel like there's less mix now and more. Yeah. <laughs> a little strong. 
But um, so SNS, <clears throat> when we type, we do these full coverage campaigns, and it's not necessarily around Cinco de Mayo or anything, but we will have them around specific events. Um, Earth Day, for instance, we just did one, and it looks like a little gelato um, thing, you know. And it, there's a t right, so we open it up, and then there's a T-shirt inside, and we hope you enjoy your. But it's really cute, so there's always a play on it. So if you receive something like in, this in the mail versus just a t-shirt and some packaging, like it really, it stands out and it's a conversation piece. And you're like, Oh my gosh, I really like this. They're not going to, my customer is not going to come to me and be like, Meg, can you do this? I'm like, no, I, I don't do packaging, <laughs> but I can get you your t-shirts, but it really, it's a, it's an idea generator. You know, we're just trying to do something a little bit different. <clears throat> and it's funny you say that, Meg, that that's actually why we choose the stuff we choose and the variety of stuff we choose is because we want them to know what we can do. So, you know, from the flip side, like we are including packaging and we are pulling in an edible item and a wearable item and a, you know, a usable item and the house item. Like we try to think about where they're going to use it. So that way that when they get it, they're like, Oh, you, where'd you get this? Oh, we do all this. Like we do the packaging, we do the kidding, we do all this. So it's, it's an example of what you can do, right? It's perfect. Mm -hmm. Yeah. We, um, we actually moved um, in uh, 2020. We purchased a building and moved in in 2021. And we actually have a storefront. And I can't tell you how many people who have walked. And we do exactly like you're saying. We do items that are outside of the box in that. Um, we have a summer setup right now. We have two Adirondack chairs with uh, a big, um, like, endless summer themed um, uh, design on the back of them. Uh, coolers, uh, and we did it with sand. Like we actually built like a little uh, display case with sand in it, and then put like these Adirondack chairs in the sand. Um, and I can't tell you how many people walk by and be like, I can't believe that we have boogie board in there too with the logo on it. And so it's just crazy. People are like, you guys do boogie boards? And I mean, it's clients we've had for years who didn't know we did these strange items that that could fit a specific niche or a specific event, like you're talking about, Stephen. So that's yeah, it's a great way to be able to showcase. You know, mail it out, put it in a window, just get it in front of the people's faces, that, that type of thing. Yeah. So, Stephen, what kind of timing do you put on something like this? Like, how much time ahead of time do you, like, first of all, plan out what you're going to do, start sourcing product, uh, and then sending stuff out? Like, what what's the timeline like? I mean, do you guys, do you give yourself enough time for your clients to then jump on the same train? Or are you doing it timely and hoping that people do the next thing? Uh, we try to operate on a two-month prior window um that's gives us enough time to realize that one or two of the items aren't there anymore and have time for that you know problem resolution period if it's going to be distributed and shipped to we need to add a, maybe even a couple more weeks to that too because we want it to arrive early enough to then have time to qc it kit it inventory it, confirm the addresses plan when they want it to arrive plan the messaging around the delivery um because you know so bob had talked about independence yeah. day you know fourth of july so that's something that you're probably doing right around now, now. Then, right mm -hmm. yeah yep yeah for those that have that need or you know, it's like we do you know the easiest example is to look at like what we do for our own i sell promos because we calendar those out and so we've got the ideation start date and when we want to ship them so then somewhere in between there we have a spot of where we need to order them by so that's usually a two-month cycle it's start talking about the ideas and what it's going to look like order the pieces. Then we have the pieces and then we ship it on that date. So nice and to get out in front of that. If you, Oh, sorry. Didn't mean to interrupt. No, go ahead. No, go, go. 
but to get out in front of that, um, if, if I have a client and again, exactly like Stephen's saying, if I have a client that I know did a St. Patrick's Day event last year, I'm, you know, January one sending them yeah. something. Hey, I know we did this last year, you know, and I'll, as soon as we get an order like that, or I personally get an order like that, I'll throw it into my calendar and say, you know, if I get that order in 2020 and 2021, I'll just put a little silly calendar invite that's color coded that says, do a quick email to so-and-so and bring up St. Patrick's Day. Again, it shows them that you're ahead of it, A, but then B, you're also putting a bug in their ear because sometimes if you don't put that email out, they might not remember it until March 1 and then items become limited as to what they can buy at that yeah. point in time because well, can we get in time? So, yeah. It reminds me of our Christmas episode when we <clears throat> have our card friend on and I'm always like, is it too late? Still waiting on my yeah, card. We, were, we went early this year, or, or the past year. We had her on uh, in early November, I think, wasn't no, it? Like, I know. We tried October. to bring her on early enough for Meg would actually order them on time, but yeah, you know, it still didn't. Still didn't happen. <laughs> One day this year, this is gonna be the year. Everyone's getting a card. I promise. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> you heard that, everybody that listens, you're getting a card from Meg. everybody. Everybody. Oh, well, Bob, thank you so much for coming on today and, and giving us your secret recipe for the margaritas. I'm going to have to tweak this after I eat some food. And yeah, let me, let me find that and put it up on the screen again for folks if I can. Here. There we go. Awesome. And then actually, Ellie, Ellie, you know, our, our friend that we trust with our coffee, she also uh, put up a little uh, recipe as well. And I feel like if we can trust her with our coffee, we can probably trust her with our alcohol as well. So I've been throwing that up a little bit. Good assessment. They're both crucial, I will say. <laughs> they're, they're both very crucial, uh, for sure. So do you guys have anything else to add? Anything else that we should uh, – Meg, why don't you give us the history of uh, Cinco de Mayo? No, you, I think you should, actually. I think you should. I don't have it up, and I don't – well All right. so basically, my, my wife has filled me in that this is not really something that, uh, that that Mexicans would typically celebrate as much as we do here in the States. Uh, for us, it's just a good time to have fun. But essentially, Cinco de Mayo was uh, the celebration of uh, the Mexican army conquering the French army, I believe. Uh, for It's like Mexican Independence Day or something along those lines. Uh, don't know if that's completely correct as I look over at my wife. But, She's probably uh, like that. If she's smiling, no, she's, she's like, like, no that's definitely not it. Definitely not it. Look, I read, I read. Look, this is it's it's a drinking holiday. It's Cinco de Drinco. All right, that's all you've got to know. Cheers, uh, everybody. <laughs> Cinco de Drinco. It's literally leaking over the top now, Meg. How does your glass keep getting a bit more full? Meg hasn't actually drank any. I think she's afraid to like drink during the day or something. It's very strong, and I don't do well with alcohol anymore. <laughs> Yeah. All right. Fair enough. Well, thank you to all look, the sponsors here we go. as well. Here's Brendan again helping us out. You can thank learn you, more Brandon. about Cinco de Mayo at www.history.com forward slash topics forward slash holidays forward slash Cinco de Mayo. Uh, so that's on the screen. Uh, go go find that out. I was right about the Mexican army beating the French army. Uh, that part I know I'm correct on, but either way. September 16th is the Mexicans. Uh, Independence Day. Thanks, wife. Love you. <laughs> that's 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 the big party, okay? Uh, in, in Mexico. So anyhow, look, I hope you guys enjoyed the uh, the the episode. Hopefully, you got some good ideas and can you know use it moving forward to try to help either do self promos, uh, you know, themed self promos, or try to get uh, the word out for your clients to do something along the lines 
of this as well. Uh, there's a lot of great companies out there doing kits and things like that to really help you uh, in this effort. Um, so be sure to uh, to look into that. Uh, Bob, really great having you on. Uh, it's good talking yeah. with you again. I haven't I haven't actually like seen you uh, on video or anything in quite a while. So. It's very odd because I feel like the last time we did see each other on video, we both had huge beards and now we both don't have huge beards. Yeah. So maybe the next time we see each other, we'll both have huge beards at that point. In time. Oh, see, I actually thought about shaving mine again. <laughs> I usually, I think the first time every year when I'm about to be out in the sun, I shave it just because it's just a thing. I don't know why, but then I almost immediately start growing out again as soon as I do that. So I shoot myself in the foot at the beginning of the summer every year. So. Yeah, I think it's behind his face, right? Like, I mean, it's ugly under here. It's it's very ugly under here. So it's it's basically to hide the face. Thanks, Meg. Yeah, uh, thank so. you guys for having me on, and thank you guys for doing the show. Um, I, you know, in doing a little bit of prep for this, listened to quite a few episodes, and it's it's a really fun podcast. And I don't think that I had heard enough. I'd seen some on Facebook, but I had not heard enough of them. And I, you know, I kind of deep dove into a couple of them and actually got one or two really good ideas out of it when we had, uh, again, I have a client that's, um, I'm going to go see that's in the cannabis industry and you guys did one on 420 and had a really great idea that sparked from that. And yeah, just wanted to say thank you guys for what you do too. Cool. See, this, no this, this is the problem. I've got, I've got the comment up on the screen here, guys. Brandon let us know that all the promo corner posts are actually from <laughs> Jessica Onion. Jessica is so damn quiet. She would never let us know that it's her. Yeah. Uh, so, Brandon, thank you for calling that out. And, Jessica, thank you so much for doing that. Uh, really awesome and timely. So, thank you. And, uh, again, Bob, thanks for coming on. And thanks for all the uh, the folks, the fine folks that uh, provided us with the items. This is super fun. So much and, fun. Thank uh, you. Excited to celebrate uh, all of the holidays this year, all of them. So with that being said, you guys, uh, have a great one. We'll see you on the next episode. All right. Sounds Take good. Care, Thanks. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Promo Corner's Industry Insider. For more great content from industry thought leaders, including podcasts, blogs, and videos, visit promocorner.com.